It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday. That's right, we're back Monday through Friday. No more off-season mode, as Baker Mayfield news last week meant that. Let's just go ahead and start doing five episodes a week. Make sure to watch every episode and subscribe to the show over on the Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher. It does not matter. You can find every single episode of Locked On Panthers. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday, like this upcoming week, I'll answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. Took a week off last week as I recorded our position breakdowns here on the show already got plenty of questions about Baker Mayfield and what it means for the Carolina Panthers and some of those questions I'll answer throughout the rest of this week as it's going to be a lot of Baker talk as we are now what 15 days away from the Carolina Panthers heading down to training camp at Wofford College so we'll talk a lot about Baker this week what it means for Sam Darnold Matt Corral Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers as a whole hopefully going to get on some guests this week also to break down the news but I will answer your questions this upcoming Friday so either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council to participate in the weekly Friday mailbag here on the show and today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's go back and uh, start off the show by once again breaking down what happened last Wednesday as the Carolina Panthers sent over a conditional 2024 fifth round pick to the Cleveland Browns for the services of former number one overall pick Baker Mayfield. The Panthers will only spend $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary as he took a $3.5 million pay cut, while the Cleveland Browns will pay the majority of it, the $10.5 million. And Carolina has their new starting quarterback for 2022. I've already seen the reports out there. And I talked about this Wednesday when I came on and talked to you all for that emergency episode of the Panthers still trying to keep up the illusion that it's going to be a quarterback battle. This is not a quarterback battle. I heard Al Wallace was on uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio this past weekend. Former Carolina Panther does a local show for uh, the ESPN station here in Charlotte. He was on Mad Dog Sports Radio on SiriusXM this week and talked about how it's ridiculous. They even insinuate that this could be a competition. Like when the Panthers brought in Sam Brown last year when Teddy Bridgewater was still on the roster, it's the same case. Teddy was not going to be starting. He was not going to be competing for the job. He was shipped right out. Sam Darnold. He's not going to be starting. He's not going to be competing for the job. Now, I don't think he'll be shipped out because he's owed $18.858 million this season and it's been statistically the worst quarterback in the National Football League. And what team right now would want Sam Darnold? Maybe if injuries occur, somebody might get so desperate that they want literally the worst quarterback in the NFL to be on the roster. So we'll see how things pan out. But as of right now, I'm looking at it as Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers heading into week one against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. And if you're a Panthers fan, 
Wouldn't you want that to be the case? Do you really want to watch Sam Darnold again? Yes, I know there's folks out there that want to see Matt Corral, but I think the best thing for Corral right now is to sit back, learn the system, learn his footwork, and how what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL, and then later on, in 2023, if that's the plan, then he can step up and compete and be the starting quarterback. But for right now, so at least for me, the best thing for the Carolina Panthers is for Baker Mayfield to start. And the best thing, not just for the Panthers organization and the fans and the players in that locker room, but the best thing for the head coach, who a lot of y'all wanted gone, the man who's 10 and 23 through his first two seasons, Matt Rule, the best thing for him is for Baker Mayfield to start at quarterback. This team was not going anywhere this upcoming season with Sam Darnold under center. And I have a hard time believing that with Matt Corral, they were going to have very much success at all with him either. So the best thing that they needed to do was go out there and find an option. And the obvious option, just looking at the market and Garoppolo being injured and all the quarterbacks that said no to Carolina, was Baker Mayfield. That relationship was beyond repair in Cleveland. He was never going to stay there, even with the impending suspension for Deshaun Watson. Everything was out there letting you know that Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns were never getting back together, and that eventually he would land and be here in Carolina, which finally happened. They had to make this deal. They had to get it done. Not just for, I mean, Baker's sake, but for the organization's sake and really for Matt Rule's sake. And yes, you can complain and have a reasonable criticism about Matt Rule now being in year three of quarterback three and the way that he's evaluated quarterbacks and the way they've tried to cheat the process now at least. They have their quarterback of their own and Matt Corral, who's going to be a developmental guy. We'll see what his future is here in Carolina. We're going to talk more about that here in a few moments, and we'll talk more about it throughout the rest of the season as we see how Baker Mayfield performs and potentially if Darnold finds a way how he performs or if Corral is thrown out there how he performs. But if Matt Rule wants to keep his job past this upcoming season, the best thing for him was to have Baker Mayfield here in Carolina. And now that he's here, the best thing for Rule is that Baker Mayfield starting. But will he save his job? That is something that we'll find out later. Now, I still look at the situation here, the quarterback room, that Baker's above and beyond the best option for the Carolina Panthers. There are limitations, though. And we'll talk plenty about those throughout the rest of the week. But I was reading Jason Lloyd from The Athletic, covers the Cleveland Browns and Cleveland Sports, had a really good article breaking down what happened in the end there in Cleveland. And just a fractured relationship between Baker and Kevin Stefanski, the Browns head coach, and the general manager, Andrew Barry, and then the divide of the locker room that happened there in Cleveland. And the Browns saying that he was immature and that he was not an adult and they want to get an adult in the room. And now that's kind of looks like a bad look. Now they have Deshaun Watts and all the things that he's accused of, but still they wanted to move off of Baker Mayfield. And that's a concern, just his attitude and whether he might have public feuds with Matt Rule in the same way he had kind of with Kevin Stefanski last year in Cleveland. And then in years past, his, his first head coach in Cleveland, Hugh Jackson. Those are things to be concerned about. Now on the field, yes, he's had success. He took Cleveland to its first playoff win in forever. And they did it on the road against Pittsburgh. The Steelers, the team that's owned the Cleveland Browns organization to get them in that position and to, in year three, to be his best self, especially in that second half of that 2020 pandemic season, which led to the Browns a year ago exercising that fifth-year option for Baker Mayfield. He looked like he was on the right path. But then last season, he just was not very good. And one of the key issues the Carolina Panthers have had at quarterback here the last two seasons has been how they perform in the fourth quarter, especially in those last-minute drives. Teddy Bridgewater was 0 for 8 in those situations back in 2020. 
last year for Sam Darnold. The only time he made it happen was against Minnesota in a game where he threw an interception on the very first play. And for the most part, the offense was non-existent throughout that afternoon. Baker Mayfield necessarily has not been great either in those situations when he has been in Cleveland. He had a passer rating of 17.8 in the final four minutes of games last season when the Browns trailed by one possession or less. And if you're thinking that's just a shoulder injury, let's go back to his entire career. Throughout his career, Baker Mayfield's career passer rating is 51.1 under the same parameters of the team trailing by one possession or less in the final four minutes of the game, which ranks 59th in the NFL during and for career quarterbacks overall. He has 19 career interceptions in the fourth quarter, which is second most in the league since entering the league in 2018. He also has 56 interceptions since entering the league in 2018. The only guy behind him, well, next guy behind him is Sam Darnold. So turnovers can be an issue. And accuracy, late game, dynamics, can he get it done? That's also going to be a question that needs to be answered. And he's playing for his career this year just like he's playing to save Matt Rule's job. And those aren't encouraging numbers. I'm just trying to lay them out for you so that you can look at it both ways and and have all the information, at least as much information as I can try to give you to try and evaluate for yourself whether you think this was a good move. He gave up next to nothing to get Baker Mayfield. And I think obviously have upgraded at the quarterback position. While he might have those 56 interceptions, he has over 90 touchdown passes. Look at Sam Darnold. 54 touchdowns to 52 interceptions. That's a massive gulf between him and Baker. Baker can have his accuracy issues. He can sometimes get rattled in the pocket and then try to do his own thing. But more times than not, he's going to find a way to get you the end zone. Now, he might give it up two times that game, but he'll at least throw three or four touchdown passes. You can live with that. And it's being able to rein that in under this new Ben McAdoo system where Baker's been most comfortable when being in play action and having a solid running game like we saw in Cleveland with Nick Chubb and with um, Kareem Hunt. Now Christian McCaffrey, Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, however they're going to implement the backs this upcoming season. That should help him. And having DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson hopefully is going to be on board of Baker Mayfield and Terrace Marshall, he has an opportunity to have success this upcoming season. So you look at it, yes, some of the numbers point to maybe this won't work, but when you compare those to what we've seen last season with Sam Brown and throughout his first four years and what we saw with Teddy Bridgewater and what we know about PJ Walker and the unknown of Matt Corral. This seemed like the best decision for the Carolina Panthers as they head into 2022 at the quarterback position. Will it work out? We will see. And will Matt rule save his job by having Baker Mayfield? Well, better to have Mayfield and lose your job than have stuck with Darnold or gone over rookie and have lost your job. Speaking of, That rookie, Matt Corral, the Carolina Panthers drafted him on night two of the NFL draft. And during that same night, they were in talks with the Cleveland Browns to try and get a trade done for Baker Mayfield. Had that gotten done, would Matt Corral even be here? And what is the future for Matt Corral now that Baker Mayfield is here in Carolina? We'll talk about that and more here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this season of Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baker Mayfield is now here in Carolina, and all expectations are that he'll lead the Panthers out of the tunnel in week one as they face off against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. You can listen to the Panthers if you want to, as they suggest that there's still going to be a competition between Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield. Well, if that were the case, well, they probably would have never made this deal anyway. So Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, will be the starting quarterback come week one. I have no interest in watching Sam Donald play another snap for the Carolina Panthers. Maybe one day he does. Hopefully that day does not come and that Baker Mayfield may hold on to the job and is the guy that leads the Carolina Panthers here in 2022. Now, will he be the guy who leads the Carolina Panthers in 2023? That, like many of the questions that we'll talk about and try to answer this week and throughout the next couple weeks and months, that will be determined later by his play and what the Panthers' plans might be and what exactly are the Panthers' plans at quarterback. And that's been one of the key criticisms from me and a lot of folks out there of this organization. As you've seen them get rid of Cam Newton, bring in Teddy Bridgewater, get tired of Teddy, try to get Matthew Stafford, fail to get Deshaun Watson the first time, then land on Sam Darnold instead of drafting a quarterback like Justin Fields or Mac Jones there at eighth overall. Then after Sam Darnold has a particularly terrible season, they bring back Cam for a little bit in that season, have no interest in Cam this offseason try to find a way to get rid of Sam Darnold, fail again to get to Sean Watson. Russell Wilson was never interested. The draft wasn't very deep. They land on Matt Corral after failing to trade for Baker Mayfield. And now Baker Mayfield's here in Carolina. It just really lacks a semblance of a plan here at the position, the most important position in all of the game here of football that the Panthers don't really know who outside of this season. They, and they're going to pretend and act like they don't know who the starter is, even though it's Baker Mayfield. But the organization's public statement so far is they don't even know who's going to start week one. If they don't know who's going to start week one, which is going to be Mayfield, they certainly don't know who's going to start week one of 2023. And that's one thing that I would love for the Panthers to be able to answer as soon as possible this upcoming season. But where's Matt Corral fit in all of that? Because if you have a poll right now and you ask people who's going to be a starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in 2023, if you have the options of Mayfield and of Darnold, Matt Corral, or other, I think the majority of people out there would probably say Matt Corral based off of the Panthers' willingness to trade up into the third round to draft him 94th overall just a couple months ago. That same night, talks between the Panthers and Browns stalled out as they're trying to trade for Baker Mayfield because the Browns are only willing to pay for half of his salary, about $9 million, and they also wanted a day-two pick for the former, former top overall pick back in 2018. The Panthers didn't want to spend that kind of money. As was reported, when we talked to Joe Person and Jonathan Alexander, formerly of the Charlotte Observer, the Panthers didn't really want to spend more than $3, 5000000 million. Eventually, they waited out. The Browns had no leverage, and the Browns paid the vast majority of the salary after a pay cut, and Carolina only paid $4.85 million and gave up a conditional fifth-round pick that could go to a fourth-round pick if 
Baker Mayfield's able to play 70% of the snaps this upcoming season, which I expect to be the case, but still a really low cost for Baker Mayfield, which makes it all the more funny when you consider what they did to trade up for Matt Corral and what they gave up to trade for Sam Darnold. One guy who is a rookie in an unknown commodity and a weak quarterback draft class, at least a perceived to be weak quarterback class, and then someone who was terrible for three years in New York, former top three asset, and considered by a lot of teams and possibly the best player in that draft, they give up a second, fourth, and sixth rounder for him, and then Baker, who's actually won a playoff game and had success in the league, goes for basically peanuts. Great business by Scott Fitterer. But I do wonder, had they been able to come to terms earlier there on day day two of the draft, is Matt Corral even here? It's hard to say yes. Do they maybe take a flyer on Sam Howell, who goes went in the fifth round to the Washington Commanders and doesn't look like he has much of a pathway to be a starting quarterback in the NFL just based off of how teams typically go about finding their franchise quarterbacks, which is typically via the first round. And if you're going to go off of what happened this year, the only team that drafted quarterback that they truly expect and believe will be their guy long-term has to be the Pittsburgh Steelers just going off of how traditionally, as of late, teams have gone about trying to find their starting quarterback. Maybe Atlanta with Desmond Ritter. They look at him as a future. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and believe that's the case. Same thing with Malik Willis in Tennessee. I'm not going to sit here and believe that he's going to unseat Ryan Tannehill, who in his own right was the number one, who was, was not the number one overall pick, but was a first round pick and has success in taking teams like the Tennessee Titans to the playoffs and the number one seed last year, even though he was one of the main reasons they lost that divisional round game against the Cincinnati Bengals, who were quarterbacked by a former number one overall pick. We'll see how that, how it plays out here in Carolina. At least for this year, it's the Baker Mayfield show. But in 2023, not quite sure whose show it's going to be. I have a hard time believing that the Panthers, who did say, and, and maybe, I'm, maybe I'm contradicting myself by this, but Scott Fitter said that, you know, it, it came time where they needed to bring in their own guy. And that that was something they had talked about throughout the entirety of the draft process, whether it was back in Indianapolis at the scouting combine or in his press conferences at the senior bowl or right before the draft that the Panthers maybe needed to go the traditional route and trying to get a quarterback. And that was something I was begging them to do after the very public embarrassment of going after Deshaun Watson for over a year and him not wanting to be here in Carolina, turning him down the first time. And then at the trade deadline last year, not being interested as Miami apparently was involved in talks with Watson. And then this year meeting with the Panthers and saying, no, thank you. Now the Browns were a team. He said, no, thank you too. Until they gave him 230, million dollars fully guaranteed over the course of five years so I wanted them to go to traditional route and they've done that with Matt Corral but it's hard for me as I mentioned to y'all in the past to really sit back and believe that Matt Corral is thought of by the organization as the future I've seen Josh Klein who's been on the show a couple times does a great job um does a one-day contract uh podcast for the right report and with, for the roaring ride as well and he had tweeted out that according to a source the Panthers still look at Matt Corral as the future it's like okay well it's good. The best thing for Matt Corral this season is to sit back in the wait. And I know there's people out there who think, oh, hey, let's go see what he has. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying there. But then, and we're gonna, I'm going to bring up more of the conversation here in a moment about Robbie Anderson and how this impacts him now that Baker's here and just his comments. Robbie Anderson was on a, a podcast recently, the I Am Athlete podcast, and he was talking about how Sam Darnold's development in New York was all messed up because he thought he played too soon. And he brought up how, Patrick Mahomes didn't play right away. 
And he talked about how Lamar Jackson didn't play right away. And those guys were first-round picks. And yeah, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes have both been MVPs of the league. And one of them has been a Super Bowl MVP. They've both been fantastic since they've gotten in the league and really had an opportunity to play. But they did not start off immediately. And maybe you can throw out Mahomes because he's just an otherworldly talent. But still, he didn't play right away. So maybe the best thing for Matt Corral is for him to sit back and to learn under McAdoo, who might not be his OC this upcoming after this upcoming season. And that's never good for someone's development. As Darnold's dealt with that, Baker Mayfield's dealt with that. And you have to wonder for both of those quarterbacks, had they been in more stable situations back at their first stops in New York, with the Jets and in Cleveland with the Browns respectively, may have things turn out differently. So by having that conversation, yeah, I question whether Matt Crowell would actually be here, but I look at this as the best thing for him to not have to be thrown out there immediately, especially knowing that a quarterback like Sam Darnold had it just been him and Sam and PJ Walker, that Sam has never played a full season healthy. And he's never played at a high level, even in an average level at the NFL, as far as it up being average level quarterback in the NFL, that at some point in time, it really felt like Matt Corral was going to be thrust out there before he was ready. And it's similar to Will Greer back in 2019 when he was thrown out against Indianapolis and New Orleans and then looked terrible. And I was someone who advocated back then that, hey, let's see what he's got. Now the expectations for Greer and Corral are far different as far as with the organization and the people out then, Marty Herney and now Scott Fitter, how they felt about those guys coming into the league. But still, you have to get, take time. You don't need to throw them out there unless you really feel like they're ready. And I think the best thing for the Panthers and for Matt Corral is to give Corral time to sit back and learn and watch. And then maybe in 2023, depending upon who's the coach here, who's the OC here, give an opportunity to compete for the job. But also it's based upon what Baker does and maybe even what Sam Darnold does. If he does, in fact, get an opportunity to be the starting quarterback here in 2022. So what's the future for Matt Corral? I'm very interested to see what it's going to be as the Panthers are going to head into the season with Baker Mayfield likely as a starting quarterback and still not really having a clue what will, who rather will be their starter come week one of 2023. Now come week one of 2023, not quite sure this guy will still be on the roster as Robbie Anderson has had an interesting off season, plenty of comments about quarterbacks and also his play and the haters out there. You feel me? We'll talk about Robbie Anderson and how he and Baker Mayfield potentially will or won't mesh heading into the 2022 season right here in a couple minutes on Locked On Panthers. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand or house happens to carry. Get computers of access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Folks, I'm talking about your smartphone. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? No, we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's been an interesting offseason for Robbie Anderson, to say the least, as he has contemplated retirement. He has gone on social media and let his feelings be known about whether he is interested in a now Carolina Panthers quarterback, Baker Mayfield, coming to Carolina. And he's had his own thoughts on the criticism that he's had to deal with this offseason from fans and probably people like me. Not sure whether he listens to the pod. If he does, thank you, Robbie. Um, but uh, yeah, there's been a lot going on. You feel me? When it comes to Robbie Anderson this upcoming or this offseason and heading into the upcoming season. Let me say this up for to start off. It is vitally important, I think, for the Carolina Panthers that Robbie Anderson bounces back here in 2022, no matter whether it's Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Matt Corral, P.J. Walker, Davis Cheek throwing the ball to him this upcoming season. The Panthers need a 2020 version of Robbie Anderson to show back up. Last year was not great for him, and it did not look good, especially when he had gotten the extension prior to the season, and then you go into the year, and he has the sideline emotional episode. I don't want to really, again, I've always tried to find the right words because I don't want to call it an outburst because he cares. And it's good to see that. But still, you have that. That drew attention to him. And then later on, after that Eagles game where Sam Darnold threw three picks and Robbie saw that the defense was sitting back and he was right to be upset as he was trying to relay this to Joe Brady and to the coaching staff that, hey, they're sitting back on these routes. Like, we need to do a double move. Hard to do that when the offensive line can't hold up and also that your quarterback is inaccurate but still he saw that and he's got a high football IQ which he expressed to the media Monday after not talking to him there on that Sunday but you have that situation then later on the season you see Robbie Anderson yelling at Sam Darnold and telling him to tighten up and probably saying far more colorful words you also have him later on when Panther fans booed Sam Darnold coming in in that Atlanta game for for Cam Newton he called up fan base saying they're fake fans and that's just things that you don't do, especially when you have the season that you have. Now, I would have preferred Robbie Anderson would have came to the offseason. I'm sure he's been working hard, but really just would have kept his mouth shut. It wasn't necessary for him to go out on Instagram and say nah to reports that Baker Mayfield could be a fit here in Carolina. And he's gone on and said multiple times now, and most recently on the I Am Athlete podcast that, it was in defense of Sam Darnold, and he went into further detail, which I mentioned a few moments ago as he talked about Sam Darnold's development being messed up there in New York, and he was there. So he would have a perfect understanding of how things went on, and he talked about a year ago looking at Sam that he had this aura about him, that he had this glow, that he seemed to be happier now that he was free of the oppression that is being a quarterback and playing for that dumpster fire of an organization that is the New York Jets. But the Panthers have been in their own right somewhat of a small dumpster fire since Darnold's gotten here and Matt Rule's been the head coach and David Tepper has been the owner. But still, Robbie Anderson, he he went out and said that it was more in defense of Sam Darnold, not him not liking Baker Mayfield and saying, like, I don't have a problem with Buddy, as he told the media. And, you know, 
it's just funny to me because that the, on Wednesday when the announcement was out there and he went on Twitter talking about, hey, like, I'm not going to let y'all set the narrative. It's like, you're the one who said something. And when you just say nah to a post about whether the Panthers should trade for Baker Mayfield, it's going to be left to everyone's interpretation of what you really mean. Because that's just three word, three letters in one word of your opinion of the situation. Yes, you later on went out and said that you were supporting Sam Darnold. You've now said it again, so maybe that's the case. But it's still very hard to really believe that just based off of everything we saw last season. So I don't think there's going to be an issue with Baker and Robbie Anderson. I really hope not. You know, last year, one of the main issues that Baker had in Cleveland and that helped divide the locker room was his spat with Odell Beckham Jr., and then the Browns ever play their hand thinking that, oh, hey, we'll get a lot from OBJ and said so they had to release him. And he goes on and wins Super Bowl with the Rams. And he's better off having left Cleveland. Now he still has the ACL. He's a free agent, but still was better off leaving Cleveland and getting away from the Mayfield situation. And I have to wonder if a guy like Jarvis Landry, who is best friends with Odell Beckham Jr., now a New Orleans Saint, how that impacted him and Baker's relationship. You don't want that situation occurring here in Carolina again. So... I don't know what these guys need to do, but they need to get together. There's already been reports that Baker is trying to get guys together um, like McCaffrey, I'm sure, and uh, all the other receivers. And Matt Corral apparently was out there. I saw a photo with him and Robbie Anderson over the weekend that they were working out. That, that's what Baker needs to do is get his guys together. And what's similar to what Deshaun Watson did in Cleveland where he took on all vacation, maybe not a vacation, but get them all together someplace to go work out and go foster those relationships because you have only – 15 days to do so while trying to learn the playbook before having to report down to Spartanburg for training camp at Wofford. That's important. So Robbie Anderson is going to be on the roster. It, it helps that Rashard Higgins is here and that Baker and Rashard Higgins already have that relationship. It's also great to hear that Terrace Marshall has looked really good so far, but in the same light of Matt Rule saying, you know, Sam Darnold's got to prove it once the pads goes on. Same thing with Terrace Marshall. Terrace is going to have to prove it once the pads go on. I have a lot of, hope for him and I'm excited to see what he looks like now that he's healthy and he has immense talent and could be that number two to DJ more hopefully for the next five plus years here in Carolina we'll see how it all pans out so it's good that you have those other options but you don't want to have any sort of issues because Baker's had the issues with his head coaches where they've been been Freddie Kitchens Kevin Stefanski Hugh Jackson he's had issues with other guys on his team like Oda, like OBJ like I mentioned we can't have that here in Carolina if this is going to work he can't be fighting with Matt Rule or Ben McAdoo. He can't be fighting with Robbie Anderson or anyone else in this locker room. Go talk to Robbie. Robbie, reach out to him. Who doesn't even matter? Go figure out what it's going to take to be successful so the Carolina Panthers can bounce back and that he can save his career. Matt Rule can save his job, which if y'all want that, and the Panthers can actually play playoff football here in 2022. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to watch every episode and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Ozzy, Stitcher, TuneIn, does not matter. You can find every episode of the show, even episodes where I go live, like I did last Wednesday. If you ever miss a live stream, that's okay. It's going to be right there in your podcast feed as soon as I can get it to you. The rest of the week, 
Going to continue to talk about the impact of the Carolina Panthers trading for Baker Mayfield and what it means for the organization. What should the expectations be? And also going to talk, hopefully, to Steven Ruiz, who we had on earlier this year, leading up to the draft, to get his perspective, as he had an article in The Ringer a couple of days ago on Baker Mayfield coming to Carolina. Already talked to him, said, hey, let's get something going on. So going to talk to him about that. And later on, the weekly Friday mailbag will be back this upcoming Friday. To participate, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, then either at me or DM me. It's easier to DM me your question, and I will get to them. Already got a ton of them and cannot wait to answer your questions later on this week. But in the meantime, stay safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding, and I'll talk to you all on Tuesday. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.